This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. Matthew 15 and 13. Matthew 15 and verse 13. Jesus speaking into our hearts and lives and families this morning. Something specific, something really, really categorical. But he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly Father hath not planted shall be rooted up in Jesus' name. So that uh, third John 2 can be accomplished. Third John 2 said, Beloved, I wish above how many things? That you prosper and be even as your soul prosper. If that must happen, then John, sorry, Matthew 15, 13 must be accomplished in our lives in Jesus' name. It's so gratifying to have a God who thinks so highly and powerfully about us. I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health as your soul prospers. May God have his way in all our lives. The question is, what has the Father not planted that must be rooted up in your life and my own? Number one, fear. Fear is a horrible and limiting spirit. Second Timothy 1.7, God says, I have not given you the spirit of fear. What I have given is the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. Fear can limit. Fear can bring uh, demonic influences. Fear can make room for things to happen that is not good or palatable. One fellow told me, Pastor, I, I, I don't like flying with my wife. I share my risk. When I travel, she stays. If she goes, I stay. Two of us in the same plane, no way. No parking spot up there. No time to fill your radiator with water or change extra tire. Once you enter the plane, the thing is closed. You don't even see the person in the cockpit. And God help you if he fought with his wife the previous night and wants to take revenge on hapless passengers. Pastor, I share my risk. Two of us in the same plane, no way. The problem is fear. But the Bible says, I will never leave you. I won't forsake you. It's a very present. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so will God protect you. Regardless of the means of transport, you are safe in Jesus' name. Because the blood will speak for you 24-7. Protection, safety, safe landing, smooth cruising between Abuja, Lagos, Dubai, D.C., New York. And if your village has an airport, why not? (laughs) Praise the Lord. Some are afraid of premature death. I'm not sure I'll wake up tomorrow morning. The enemy pumps their ears with so much negativity and fear of sudden death. But the Bible says, I will not die, but to declare the works of the Lord. Psalm 118, verse 17. As often as those evil thoughts come, you counter them with the word of God. Praise the Lord. Some have a fear of unfulfilled expectations. Will I ever make it? Will I have a business of my own? Will I ever have money to spend and have more in reserve to meet every other need? 
Will I get married? Will I bear children? Will I see good days? Will I enjoy long life? But the Bible declares the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut off. The expectations shall be fulfilled in Jesus' name. Some are afraid of powerlessness against sin, besetting sins. Can I ever come out of this quagmire? This sin has climbed over my head. It, it suffocates me. I, I make new resolution, resolutions and still go back to what I said bye-bye to. A week after New Year, like Paul said, who can deliver me from this condition? What I like to do, I won't do. Is the horrible things I don't like that I'm doing. But God will deliver. He will uproot in Jesus' name. Your sanctification will go deeper and deeper. Meaning the grace to be holy day by day, week by week, year after year. Like you peel the skin of an onion. Continually, God will make you holier. More righteous. Put his fear before your face. In Jesus' mighty name. What has God not, uh, not planted? Instability. The grace to do something and do it very well. To stop shifting. The Bible says somebody who is unstable, uh, who is, who, who, who is like double-minded, cannot be blessed by God. Unstable in all his ways. Can't commit to something and finish it properly. Such a dispensation will end in somebody's life this morning. You will commit to something and do it properly, and finish it gloriously. Because instability is not good. You know, this man uh, put a curse on his son, uh, Jacob. He says, Reuben, you are my firstborn. Beginning of my strength, my might, the excellency of dignity, excellency of power. Unstable as water, you will not excel. You went to my bed, to my couch, and you defiled it. Genesis 49, 3-4. Whatever will give rise to instability in your, in your life, I curse it today in Jesus' name. Amen. You will start and finish. Amen. You will build and inhabit. Amen. You will plant and reap Amen. in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Some are afraid of sickness. God has not planted sickness. Otherwise, some people say, no, uh, God makes us sick so, we can, so he can train us or teach us. It doesn't add up by his stripes. So God will not punish me with sickness to teach me a lesson. No. Sickness is of the devil. Full stop. Doesn't come from God. God will not uh, visit sickness on you so that you can imbibe some spiritual lessons. No way. So I I prophesied to somebody here, you will not die of cancer. (coughs) Not diabetes. Not hypertension. Not ulcers in the name of Jesus. Not depression. Not discouragement. Not suicidal thoughts. Not emotional distress. Not demonic possession or oppression in Jesus' name. Somebody here, God will leave the spirit of discouragement from your life in Jesus' name. It's a mighty weapon in the hands of the devil. Uses it to frustrate God's children. Paints them an ugly and wicked and hopeless picture of things to come that will never come. They said one day Satan was selling his wares 
and he put a very heavy price on discouragement. He said, this one is selling for one million naira, but uh, fornication is 200,000. Line is 100,000. And he said, why did you put such a big... He said, ah, it's my number one instrument to show God's children pepper. I discouraged them so much they think of committing suicide. Moses told God, please just kill me. Don't let me see my wretchedness. This thing you put on me is too much. I didn't beg you to be a pastor. Carry your wahala, God, or finish me. Mighty man of God. Elijah confronted the, what's that crazy woman now? Jezebel and her 450 prophets of Baal. Finish them. But Jezebel said to Rehab, what this man did for my prophets, I will do for him. As soon as he had, what did he do? He ran for life. A whole day's journey, running. Sat under a juniper tree and God said, God, just kill me. I'm not better than my father's. God said, I won't kill you. You are still worked. I will encourage you, feed you. You still go back to Ahab and finish the work I assigned to you. Discouragement will not destroy your destiny. Will not stop your blessing. Will not make you accuse God in Jesus' mighty name. Of course, poverty has not been planted by God. Because the Bible says, uh, although Jesus was rich, because of you and I, he became poor. So that through his poverty, we can be enhanced financially. It's a limiting, debilitating thing to be poor. Second Kings 4, 1 to 7. Second Kings 4, 1 to 7. The wife of the, of the son of the prophet, who was widowed, told the man of God, the owner of the money is coming to take my two boys to be slaves. He sympathized with me. He said, I'm sorry, madam. Your husband is gone, but my money is still alive. Give me my money, otherwise your boys will be slaves. From pastor's children to slaves. Look at the transformation. Because of financial lack, you will not die poor. I will not die poor. It is by prosperity that the cities of God are spread abroad. This whole thing costs, costs money, good money, to rent this place, not for one or two years, continually. The instrumentation, everything here costs good money. I pray for you that single-handedly you will build a hotel bigger than the Nikon Hilton <laughs> in the name of Jesus Christ. And do mighty things for God. Build churches, raise missionaries, particularly to Ghana. Charity begins at home. <laughs> and do great exploits for the kingdom in Jesus' mighty name. But the secret is to give. That's what Jesus said. Give and it shall be good measure, pressed down, shaking together and running over. It's to obey. Elijah, Elisha told him, Madam. You and your two boys, go and borrow verses, not a few from your neighbors. Bring them in, close the door, and begin to pour. And when she started pouring, no more vessels to fill. He said, go and sell what you have poured, and uh, pay your debt, and leave off the rest. I pray you obey God. Financially, you can be enhanced in Jesus' name. As we said last week, poverty can be grinding. The poor man is hated by members of his family. Proverbs 19, verse 7. Proverbs 19, 7. Not just family members, even by neighbors. Proverbs 14, 20. 
So there's nothing I define about being poor. We serve a rich God. Gold and silver belongs to him. And the cattle on a thousand hills. The earth is the Lord's, the world and all who dwell inside. What is the process God will use to uproot what he has not planted? Because unless the tree is uprooted, it will sprout. Become very big. And become a haven for birds, for man. And if you don't uproot it, that one tree can become so big, become a forest. So God has to uproot the seed he has not planted inside me before it begins to sprout and become very, very unmanageable. What is the process of uprooting? Number one, the word. The word. He sent his word and did what? And delivered them from their destructions. Psalm 107 verse 20. The word. That is why this word must not be foreign to you. Must be in your mouth and in your heart. That was the um, advice to Joshua. In Joshua 1.8. This book of the law. You must meditate. Observe to do. Then you will succeed. You will prosper and have good, uh, good success. Because he was going to fill oversized shoes and required God's assurance and comfort and encouragement. Joshua, pay attention to what I said to you out of my book. My people perish for lack of knowledge. But it is by knowledge that the just, like you and myself, shall be delivered. Proverbs 11:9b. Proverbs 11:9b. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. Profitable for doctrine, for correction, for, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Study to show yourself approved. A workman who doesn't need to be rightly dividing the word of truth. Jesus said the words I speak to you, spirit and life. The more you imbibe it, the more my life manifests inside you. May the mind of God be revealed to you continually from the scriptures in Jesus' name. Second process is the, uh, the way of praise. I thank God all the time for your culture and your, the way you praise God here in throne room. It's amazing. It's awesome. You just take uh, normal songs and turn them so wonderfully and powerfully. God bless the choir. God bless this choir. God bless this choir. In Jesus' name, praise the Lord. You will sing continually for your God, part of that heavenly choir. In Jesus' name, you will not lose your voices. Your fingers will not be tampered with. God will protect you specially and dedicatedly. The spirit of David will rest upon you for excellence, for distinction, for anointing. As David delivered Saul from his demons, may God use you to deliver big men from their private demons. The bigger the agbada, the bigger the demons. <laughs> the more finely cut the suit, the more sophisticated the evil spirits. Well, God will use you as agents of deliverance. <laughs> In Jesus' mighty name. Praise the Lord. David said, my heart is fixed, O God. My heart is fixed. I will sing and give you praise. 
because I know that you manifest awesomely when I praise you. Psalm 57 verse 7. Psalm 57 verse 7. Even for corporate blessing, praise plays a very, very big part. Let all the people praise you, O God. Let all the people do what? Praise you. Then the earth will yield and God, even our own God, will bless us. God will bless us and all the ends of the earth will fear him. May God give you fearful blessings that will cause men to tremble in the name of Jesus. I was with the family last week. Uh, The gentleman served with me in uh, headquarters in Ibutemeta a few years ago. We brought him in as the zonal pastor or parish pastor for headquarters church in Ibutemeta. And the husband was saying to me, Pastor, since I married my wife, she never bought a sanitary towel because no menses. Every single year of our marriage, she never went through her monthly periods. But today, brethren, God bless them with four children. <laughs> they had twins about a month ago. Emmanuel and David. Never saw her, not for one microsecond. Never. And people say, no, you bought these children from Wusimak. Uh, I say, no. They came out of this womb. Four. Praise the Lord. First one, uh, Ikechuku. The second one, Oge, Ogechi. Then David, twins, and Emmanuel. Momiju had to go there and say, this is, you need to start a ministry for, for twins. <laughs> Told the pastor, start a ministry. Begin to pray for people trusting God for fruit of the womb. She had this last baby at 53. No CS, no placenta previa, no hypertension, no nothing. May God replicate it in throne room. May God replicate it in throne room. May God replicate it in throne room. In the name of Jesus. What he has done before, he can do again and again and again. God is no respecter. Praise the Lord. Our God is good. His mercies endure forever. Praise so important to the almighty God. Jesus said, if men will not do it, what will happen? Stones will cry out. Luke 1940. It's so important to me. I will raise stones to replace men if I don't get praise out of their mouths, their hearts, and their lives. Mad as that man was in Mark chapter 5, the gathering demoniac, hosting 6,000 demons, twisted his personality, became an animal in human skin, crying there and cutting himself with the stones, the tombs, mountains for accommodation. Nobody could tame him, untamable. But in verse 6 of Mark 5, he saw Jesus a long time, long distance. What did he do? He ran and worshipped. Demons couldn't stop him from worshipping. That's how awesome the praise of God is. No guitar, no keyboard, no microphone, no amplifier. One man prays. 6,000 demons couldn't stop him. May nothing shut up your mouth. May God find praise in your mouth continually. Tell your neighbor, praise is waiting for God in my life. May God find tremendous satisfaction from your praise life. In Jesus' name.
It's a mighty tool for deliverance. The Bible says, when um, Judah began to sing and to praise, in 2 Chronicles 20, God set ambushments against Moab, Ammon, and Mount Seir. And Moab and Ammon rose up to kill Mount Seir, and then faced each other and finished themselves. And when Judah came the following day to see what had happened in the watchtower in the wilderness, they saw dead bodies with riches and precious jewels. None escaped. The blessing was so much, it took a whole nation three days to, to gather. Bible, it was so much. May God bless you so much. As a consequence of your praise life, as a result of your praise life, result of your dedication to praising God and magnifying him and lifting him up in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Tell your neighbor, praise works. It will work for you abundantly beyond what you can think, imagine, or conceive in Jesus' name. Finally, obedience. Very important for God to uproot what he has not planted in your life. Obedience. Very, very important. Exodus 15. Exodus 15 and verse 26. See what um, the Bible says there. And he said, if thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians, from the Lord that healed thee. If you diligently hearken to my voice, do what is right, give ear to my commandments, keep my statutes, I'll make sure sickness is very, very far from you, because I didn't plant it, and do not find accommodation or habitation in your life. May your obedience be complete. Amen. Whatever area God is pointing to you this morning, for you to square up and do what? May you receive grace from the Almighty God, the owner of heaven and earth, the God we came to praise in the throne room. May He grant you that grace to turn your back on that thing that will compromise you and make it difficult for God to reach out to you. If I regard iniquity, God, he won't hear. His hand is not short. His ears are not heavy. It is sin that is the problem. May God give you perfect hatred for sin. Amen. Wonderful love for righteousness. Amen. Hebrews 1.9. That's why God anointed Jesus with the oil of gladness above his fellows. He loved righteousness. Hated iniquity. It's not just to say no to sin. Hatred, revulsion for sin must be entrenched in my heart and life. Because sin will compromise. Sin will take over a man's personality. That's why those who drink, they call them uh, drunkards. The murderer is called, the one who kills is called a murderer. The one who lies becomes a liar. The one who chases skirts is called the woman, womanizer. His personality is taking over. And sin will lead to more sin. From looking at a woman having her bath, <laughs> David took her, killed her husband, wiped his mouth, as if nothing happened. And God said, I will show you. He said, I will do my own openly. You did your secretly, mine will be open for all to see. 
your son will disgrace you. Sleep with your concubines before the whole of his on the rooftop. From where you looked at something you should not see. In the same place I will judge you. May God show us mercy. From today, new grace for righteousness. New love for holiness. In Jesus' name. Why will God uproot what he has not planted? Because principally, his glory must be revealed in your life. Revelation 4.11 He has created all things and for his pleasure they are and were created. Hannah said to God, just give me a baby boy. I will hand him over to you for how many days? For the rest of his life. 1 Samuel 1.11 Just give me this boy. Not to make a point with Penina because she has made my life very, very miserable. It's not Penina. It's about you, O God. Because this boy I will dedicate to you. I will return to you. I will loan to you, hand over to you. He is for your glory. He is for your praise. Not for my personal enjoyment and uh, satisfaction. In a way, yes. But ultimately, this boy is handed over to you. Your glory must shine through this boy. If you take it from that angle, it makes a lot of sense. God, take this in a way for your glory. These people have had fun for myself. They will shoot forth my praise. Isaiah 43, 21. It's his glory all the time that matters. See, he will not share it with anybody. Is that not so? And when the glory goes, everything useless and rotting comes in. Ichabod, may the glory never leave your life. Will you be more concerned about it than your own personal satisfaction? Your marriage for his glory. Husband for glory. Wife for glory. Money in your pocket for glory. Your car for his glory. The house for his glory. One big man of God says, that, don't come to the living room. My carpet is white. You will soil it with your dirty feet. Overseer of a church. His house carpet was more important than God's people. God is not in that kind of business. His glory, his praise, his honor, his distinction is what matters to him more than your personal convenience. He will bless you with money, but ultimately for his glory, for his kingdom. As they say, the pipe through which water flows will also get wet. So you'll be wet in the process, but don't forget that the money is not your own. It belongs to him. And therefore, you must put him in focus. He must be the prime reason for the blessing. My wife, not a baby factory, but a help made for me so I can fulfill my glorious destiny. Not a cook, not a source for carnal satisfaction or pleasure. Integral part of my life and ministry. And therefore, I handle her like an egg. Because God will know how much I love him by the way I treat her. I don't treat her right. First Peter 3, 7, no prayer will be answered. Abuse her, mistreat her, neglect her. You are just punishing yourself. The man who loves his wife loves Ephesians 5.28. Hate your wife, <laughs> hate yourself. Beat her, beat yourself, so to speak. She's your glory. When we see her, we see you. When we see Mommy D, we see Pastor Tunde. Amen. And he's been a good handler. God bless you, sir. More grace, more anointing for more wonderful handling. In Jesus' name.
Praise the she's your she's your PRO. You see Mommy Jill, you see Daddy Jill. He doesn't joke with his wife. You can mess around with me, oh Daddy Jill. The day you carry your foolishness to my wife, I will show you pepper. Fire will kill you. And tell God you died of stomach pain or something. Don't go near. Mess around with me, no headache. My wife, ah, la, la, la. I will leave the anointing one side and punish you. <laughs> he just says that to show, to tell us how much he um, cherishes that woman. May that be the same for all of us as men in throne room in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. His glory very, very important. Finally, his service very, very important. He will uproot so you can offer quality service. He healed Peter's mother-in-law in Matthew chapter. So she could rise up and offer service and minister to Christ. I pray that in throne room we will receive your service in Jesus' name. You will allow your hand, your feet to get wet and your hands dirty for the work of God's kingdom. That God will trust you with the responsibilities in this parish and help you to accomplish them. Because in God's economy, there are no spectators, no ghost workers. Everybody must get their hands wet. Everybody must get involved. Moses said, I wish that the whole of Israel were prophets and prophetesses. Nobody exempted. It's a commonwealth. All of us belong, have a share of this work. Some of you are sitting in the audience who should be with this choir. Because there is so much grace on you, anointing, gifting, and talents. You speak and angels will appear physically. That's how much grace God has given. I don't know for what reason you are hiding the thing and robbing us of what God has given you. May God instigate you, provoke you, challenge you this morning to do something in his house for his glory, for his honor for the edification of the body of Christ in Jesus' name. Shall we pray? I refuse any evil spirit to hold sway over my life and destiny. Father, in your mercy, uproot sickness, fear, poverty, instability, intimidation. The greater one lives inside. I'm intimidated by the devil. I will lay hands on the sick back. I will speak with new tongues. I will do everything possible to achieve and fulfill my destiny. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens. I receive strength for uprooting, strength for demolishing of everything you have not planted inside me. Father, uproot by your mercy. Uproot because of your glory. Uproot because I must offer service to your people and to your kingdom. Thank you, almighty God. I bless your holy name. I thank you for your faithfulness. In Jesus' name, we pray. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Highly favored.